Hi and welcome to the second episode of Wemek Talks, our choir podcast. Today we've got the amazing Sam in the room with us. We also have Jenny, our social angel. We have our angel Katie G and we also have Annie, um, a member of our social committee. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about, in general, our choir as a community and how we've gone from acquire to acquire community and how we're like a family would any of you ladies like to tell me you know what's your story and how did you start in the choir I can go first because we're all sitting here staring at each other wondering who's going to go first so I will go first um hi everybody I'm Katie um I joined the choir because a friend in my work choir um joined you guys so I found out about that and then realized, oh, musical theater, that's cool. Uh, And then realized Disney, oh my goodness, even cooler. Um, So I I, I came along for a taster and it was Anthony Gabriella. And um, what more do you need really? So I joined the next term um, and haven't looked back since. Uh, And after a year, I I was asked to be an angel, which was amazing. Um, Magical story with that, with involving best friend in car in the States. saying, oh, I'd really love to be an angel someday, but I have no clue how I'll do it. I'm looking at my inbox and seeing an email from Charlie asking me to be an angel. And I was like, oh my God. Um, So that was very cool. Um, So I joined the choir expecting awesomeness from seeing the videos and hearing my my friends' accounts of it. And um, it's exactly what I got. I loved it, so much fun. Um, And then, yeah, being an angel, that was, just a dream come true basically um with the magical fairy dust from the best friend that made it happen um and then yeah I just all of a sudden had this like ready-made family in the angels which was amazing and I hadn't been that involved with um the choir social side up to that point and all of a sudden I got to know all these different members really well because I was at the same rehearsal location every week and and it's all just been going from there and then since going virtual I don't say no to things. So I, I tend to show up and just be like, hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> let's let's talk. <laughs> uh, so that's been really amazing as well. It's definitely kept me sane. So thank you everyone for putting up with the crafting conversations. That's really nice. I remember you told me that story before when you got the email asking you to be an angel. Yeah, Jenny, the, the timing was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, your, um, your angel story, slightly different, right? Yeah, so I actually joined choir in 2016 and came to a few choir sessions and then moved out to Wembley and I was working in Uxbridge so I just could never really have the time because I ended up doing loads of projects and working late. Um, So I started choir properly in 2017 so I was in choir for a few years um, and actually a lot of what I was thinking differently to Katie the social side really was what pulled me in we used to go to the cinema quite a lot we did a couple of dance classes I remember we saw quite a few plays together so I really loved that choir had this ready-made social life that I could kind of just join in with um and so I became an angel kind of right around when the pandemic just kind of hit my like first rehearsal as an angel was filming the virtual rehearsal at King's Cross where Sam was there I think um, on the Monday, the week before we all went into lockdown. So I helped with the filming um, and answering everybody's Facebook questions. Um, and then a week later, it kind of just became a thing that, yep, we're in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, that was good fun. And 
trying to find a way to do different socials but yeah the choir has always had like a real social side to it so it has always been a way to be made welcome and meet new people but another thing just to add probably Disneyland Paris is probably a good place to make friends in choir I think going on those trips really helped me to make friends and meet different people I met Sam in Disneyland actually (laughs) oh cool yeah, I remember, Jenny, that was the first time we properly hung out. You just, uh, I was walking around with Sally, we ran into you with um, Elva, and all of a sudden I was just like on the Haunted Mansion and just- Yeah, we were on a ride together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how we made friends, which was awesome. Sam, what's your choir story? Well, it, it, I'll blame Ashley. Um, <laughs> he used to be um, a choir um, MD, uh, a choir that I was going to in West Hampstead. Um, and then I left there because uh, it was I moved to Camden. It was just too much to commit to. So Ashley was like, "Oh yeah, I'm actually back and from Australia, and I'm I'm uh, now ending at the West End Musical Choir in Kings Cross." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's like ten minutes walk from my house. I I can do that." So my friend who also um, I I met in um, another choir was like, "Oh, well I'll come as well because I would never have gone on my own." Because I'm not, uh, although we're like, I'm quite outgoing, I'm not actually socially very confident. So I was like, come with me, come with me. And then it was, uh, I was just sitting King's Cross and literally do my choir, really love it. And like, I, the best thing about it was that Charlie made you feel like you were the, the special guest every single week. And that's what I really loved about it, that, she, you know, she genuinely was pleased, seemed pleased that you came. Um, and it, it was like a real change and then I went to Disney and I absolutely had a blast I loved it um just the whole um experience um I mean I, I we came back from there and it was just like you, you meet so many people from so many different choirs and you're just like oh wow this is like a really big community and but I think lockdown and meeting everybody online has actually made it even better for me because you don't have to be in the room where it happens, <laughs> so to speak. You you know, you're meeting people from all over the place. And, like, there's so many events that if you, whatever your interests, there's something that you can get involved in. And that's the bit that I really love, you know, because, I mean, you know, from murder mystery to cooking and, you know, crafting, anything, you know, and it's worked so hard to make us all feel like we're still part of this big community and family it's just been so good over lockdown amazing my outlet (laughs) so yeah that's my story such an outlet for so many people it's so true I'm an emergency management officer so I deal with pandemics and you know disasters and you know emergencies all the time so this is like kind of my switch off and you know my Disney moments and it you know it makes such a difference in people's lives it is such a happy place isn't it that you can just enjoy I remember somebody saying to me that when you like go to choir on a Wednesday and you just get there and then you see your MD and it's just suddenly like all the stress of the day just washes away it's definitely true especially when the warm-ups are silly enough I love a silly warm-up yeah definitely and Annie you're our newest member of the social committee the first member of the social committee and tell us about your choir story yeah, I think I must be the newest member of the choir out of this group, actually. I joined in September 2019. I actually signed up for my taster a month and a half before, and I made all my friends laugh because I wrote it in my diary because I still have a paper diary because 
why not? Um, and I don't know, Google tracks you. Um, but I had it in my diary and I kept like looking forward to it because I was never very good at doing stuff for me. I always kind of planned my life around my friends. And as a lot of them um, kind of found more of their niches, I thought it'd be more fun to do something like this. And I do like singing and musicals. And I never, I never found the choir before then. I think I'd looked for choirs four years before and hadn't come across it. Um, so I started going to King's Cross on Mondays and my first song was a Christmas song in September and I am very much a Christmas belongs in December person um, but it was so fun and Lynn it was Lynn by that time rather than Charlie but exactly what Sam said like really good at making you feel like you're you're there as an individual despite being in a room with lots of other people and I really loved it um, but funnily enough um, my first time I wasn't very sociable at all like I didn't have Facebook then I didn't know there was a WhatsApp group. I didn't go to the pub because Monday's at nine and I'm a bit of a grandma. And I think the first time I went was because um, Lorraine, who's one of the pub ambassadors, suggested I come so I could sign up for a performance. And it was really fun. And so I started going. That's when Maxine told me that there is all this social side. Um, and kind of like what Sam said, it was really, because I did two terms in person and then it was the virtual side that really kind of, got me into choir properly like beyond just kind of turning up and singing because I hadn't done many performances either um met lots of really lovely people went to a lot of the socials um it was definitely and still is a pandemic lifesaver um and all sorts I mean we'll go in more detail later so I won't go on for too long but yeah really excited to be invited to join the social committee as well and actually be able to give back after all the effort that you guys have put in Aww. Um, so yeah excited we're really happy to have you Annie <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah definitely so just putting a pin in that social committee and the projects for a second um Katie last year you did the book club um tell us how that started and then you know how it went uh, so book club started because I was joining a lot of the socials and there always seemed to be a core group of people that ended up talking about books um, and stories in general, not just books, but a lot, a lot of people talking about books um, to the point where I was at, it was towards the end of one of the socials. I can't even remember when, because what is time anymore these days? Um, there were just a couple of us left and I, and I said, I'm the worst book club person in the world because I never read the books, but I love books. Uh, you guys love books. Do you want a book club? And everybody was like, yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I messaged you guys, uh, Maxine and Jenny, and I said, so I think this might be an idea. Um, and that's how that happened. And yeah, so essentially based on not, well, books vaguely related to musicals in some way or another, but no pressure to read them because really it's just about getting people who like stories together to have a chat about, you know, the stories that inspire us or that we that we hate because that happens occasionally, books that we just don't actually end up wanting to read or stopping, et cetera. Um, always a little bit of Harry Potter every time because that's a thing in this choir too, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so it was just a really lovely thing to get to do um, every other weekend, basically. Um, and I've, I've paused it for now because of Panto related things, but um, hopefully with the social committee, some version of it will continue or it'll come back at some point that's right I believe Annie has some plans um 
to continue the book club. What what have you got in mind, Annie? Well, not entirely, because when we came up with it, we didn't know it's it wasn't to replace book club or continue book club because it was basically there were a group of people who really loved that Sunday afternoon chance to kind of get together and chat and have a more relaxed. It was nice having a theme. Um, it was also nice to just have a time that we could all just chat without necessarily because some people are in different time zones or can't stay up late and don't stay on the socials after um after rehearsals um so we kind of thought to just create an opportunity for people to to do that and just be able to come along and chat so it's kind of an amalgamation of different interests in the choir so we've just named it a cafe because it's a lot more neutral um people can bring along their crafts their baking can talk about books and um just have kind of that chance to come at a different time and and get together and chat really um because I know that um book club is missed and we look forward to it coming back but I definitely cannot replace the wonderful Katie as host of that um yes you could but I'm actually really pleased that um you're doing that continuation of it because yeah some some book clubs were not about the books or even the theme at all because it is just about having that opportunity to chat with people who have the same interests as you even within the choir because I feel like when I joined the choir as well I was just like oh I found a group of people that I belong with how lovely and then within that there's other things that cross over right so yeah book club was part of that but then it also grew into just having a good old chit chat on a Sunday afternoon and having that space to do it. I think that's why what we're doing is also important because we have so many choir members that do actually live on their own and are spending a lot of time on their own through the pandemic. So anything like casual, like the book club, is just a good way for people to interact and catch up with people and just makes life a bit less lonely, really. Yeah, and we definitely welcome anyone to come, especially new new members. It's a great way to meet new people, but also we do have kind of an established group who I know love, love and miss it. So um yeah people should pop by i think it's starting in march yes definitely come join the sunday cafe um i'm definitely going to pop into a few of those even though i'm not very crafty um i used to knit a little bit but yeah maybe i'll get back into it katie's inspired me (laughs) i'm not crafty i spent too long as a child um (laughs) not being very good at it but people should definitely still come can bring yeah, I'll admire you. Oh, yes. Yes. Did you do the origami social, Annie? Yeah, I loved it. No, I used to, I did some origami as a teenager when I was learning Japanese, which I've forgotten. Um, I think I'm just too impatient to knit, but I will definitely admire other people's. People should definitely bring it. Yeah, I, I loved the origami um, because that, that was born out of the, um, the talent show, the first one we did, right? Because uh, Natalie, uh, one of our members, showed us her origami, uh, the, the stars that she was making in the jar. And then she, yeah, she yeah, she offered to run a session, which was amazing. So yeah. um, I would love it if we had more members that would do that. I mean, showing people how to knit on Zoom is not super easy, uh, which is why I haven't done it yet because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, uh, I'm definitely enthusiastic enough to do that. But that was really amazing, actually. She had a group of about 20 people and everybody was at different stages of folding their papers, but somehow she managed to keep everybody in sync and on time. It was really good. Do we have an, any other talent shows coming up, Jenny? 
We do. We're going to do a talent show in March. So I'm actually probably going to make the event for it this weekend to start getting some early interest. It's such a fun social. Um, even if you don't take part, but just to come and watch. Um, like We know that we have lots of great singers in this choir, but it's really nice to hear people singing on their own. Um, but we've had some really interesting different acts as well. Um, Kirsty played this instrument that I'd never seen before, which was really cool. Oh, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt read his his some Shakespeare to us once. But um, that was that was even that was a spontaneous one. There was one <laughs> that was what I found so funny is that there were a load of us who weren't even signed up to participate. And then we saw that it was quite fun. And then I think we got to the end of the acts and some people were like, I'm just gonna read from this book. And so it yeah, became a bit yeah. more spontaneous that time <laughs> and lauren did a dance and yeah, that um, was awesome. sam one of sam showed us her stage makeup she came with this she does F F sfx makeup she's a proper makeup artist and she showed us all her sfx makeup which i loved that that was really cool was but she couldn't talk because she had one of these things across her mouth which was really was one of the probably one of the more memorable ones um but yeah it was kind of out of doing that that we decided to do the panto at the end of the year because we just realised, wow, we've got such a creative bunch of people. We could do something really awesome with them. Um, and yeah, like Katie said, it's like one of those ideas that we kind of just thought, yeah, it'd be fun to read a script. Um, but yeah. And Sam, your performance in the Panto was amazing. How was, how was that whole experience for you? And, you know, obviously you're in the group for the next Panto too. It's really funny because when we were at um, West Hampstead, um, just like in sort of in between the lockdowns, um, I said to Charlie, um, oh, wouldn't it, it's a shame we can't do a panto. And she was like, oh, my God, that's such a good idea. And then I never heard anything of it again. And then all of a sudden, on it seems like the angels work in the background. Uh, all of a sudden I hear, oh, there's going to be a panto. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's just like amazing. It totally ticks all my boxes. And the idea that we all like remotely, not even coming together even once, you know, in real life, managed to pull off such an amazing performance. I was so stoked with all of it. It was so good. My favourite has to be Sasha with his little squirrel. He just proper made me giggle the whole time he was on set <laughs> because he was he just threw himself into it. And when you think you're just doing it to a blank screen you know and there's no feedback from the audience or anything to keep that character level up is must have been just so hard but they everybody nailed all their characters it was just amazing I'm so excited to be right for us to be writing another one it's just like absolutely ticked all my boxes <laughs> yeah I was so proud of you guys um I mean when Maxine messaged me and it's like what do you think about us doing a panto and I was like yeah uh it was so exciting to the, the idea so I was totally there with you on that Sam and then to see what you guys did was just fantastic I was so so proud um and I'm so excited about Panto for this year as well it was the buy-in that everybody like I mean I don't know whether it's all because we're all bored at home or or whatever but I think it the buy-in that we get from for these things it's just amazing and every I mean Matt's Matt's idea for the new panto just had Katie and I just crying with laughter because he came up with like seven or eight different ideas and we were just dying laughing it was just hysterical it was so funny yeah the enthusiasm is amazing 
was going to say, Annie helped out with the panto as well. She helped us out backstage doing some of the stuff behind the scenes. Very minimally. It did mean I got to watch it as an audience member as well without kind of knowing everything that was happening, which was fun. No, it was really good. I'm excited for the next one with actual kind of input and kind of really relevant to us as well, as opposed to from a script. Not that it, it was great, but it would be really cool when it's one that we've put together ourselves. The spotlighting, though, and the back the room, the work in the background just really brought it all to life. And it was, we didn't lose anything by it being virtual. And I think that's sort of massive credit to everybody who worked in the background of it. It was just so amazing. Yeah, the spotlighting was a little bit stressful. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but I still giggled the whole way through because it was just so much fun. Katie did an amazing yeah. job. You're an absolute you. wizard with that spotlighting. It looked so good. Yeah, it did. I was uh, pulling my hair out a little bit. But yes, like I said, still giggled the whole way through because everybody, especially the difference, the differences between the two casts um, and the way that was played was really, really awesome as well. So it just kept it really alive the whole time. And so a big really- shout out as well to um, Abby, who came in right towards the end and just just made it all so much magic, so added all the technical magic to it. It was just so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm just so I'm really looking forward to not only are we writing it this year ourselves, um, just being able to build on all of the learnings that we had from last time around and to do more cool um, stuff in the run up to it. So, yeah, it's just going to be stay tuned, everybody. Watch this space. And if you want to get involved, uh, let us know, because the more the merrier. I think the panto was actually one of our members ideas. I think it was Fran that suggested it to me and Maxine in the summer when we were at out on a in-person social so again if anybody has any ideas for socials or anything that you want us to do just contact me and Maxine um, and just let us know and say hey I've got a great idea and yeah we're happy to help anybody put stuff together yeah definitely and on that note Jenny um you know you've done a really good job with weekly socials um what's on the agenda um how far have you planned ahead I should be saying we by now you've done quite a lot (laughs) (laughs) so for the year so yeah we've planned to the end of this term in terms of what we're going to do every week we've got a cook-along coming up um Jenny and Maxine Saturday night takeaway which should be funny I'm really intrigued by that one we're doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that idea definitely needs to be padded out there um we're definitely going to do bingo again um and maybe a quiz um and obviously now we've got the social committee with Matt and Annie as well um we've still going to do the weekly film club um so that's something that we're going to be doing this term um and and yeah and different things that come up um yeah we try and keep it fresh and do something different every week so if anybody's not been to any of the show's socials tonight we're doing murder mystery which should be fun um and then we've also done speed meet which is also really fun um, and just lots of different things i can see katie's what yeah <laughs> i wanted to jump in <laughs> yeah i wanted to jump in on the murder mystery because um the first one was just so much fun and that's what really made me believe in the panto because some of the people i was just like wow with no preparation they just completely pulled this murder mystery out of thin air um and made it so enjoyable so yeah love the murder mysteries um yeah, and I wanted to, oh, Sam wants to say something, and then I wanted to ask um, what everybody's favorite social has been so far, but Sam first. I just want to say that 
I was quite worried that I was being typecast in the in the murder, in the murder <laughs> mystery. I actually sent Jenny a message saying, "Have you typecasted me into this role?" <laughs> she was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Their profiles just have like small descriptions. Um, oh, it just made me laugh. <laughs> What's the role? I'm uh, Lady. What am I, Lady? Something or other. This posh lady that like just talks, you know, scolds everybody. I think it's Lady Hoodie What or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm quite excited for that because it's uh, it did make me giggle. <laughs> yeah, so favorite socials, everybody. My favorite social is definitely been the home treasure hunt where we give people a list and they went around their house and go and find things the first time we did that we had Sasha in the group and he just made an innuendo out of all the clues um we just were all crying with laughter it was great fun <laughs> my favorite social I think it's got to be that first talent show we did I I think I was initially afraid that we wouldn't get any sign-ups the turnout was incredible and the effort that everybody put in we had the the tap dancing and the instruments and the singing yeah blown we, away we initially had two signups and then a whole load of them came in right at the last minute <laughs> annie how about you what's your favorite social i'm just thinking about it i even try to think about it in advance um, I think as an attendee um, of the structure, I was kind of structured, unstructured, the structured ones, I think I'll never forget Kevin's backup dances at Bingo. I think that was just absolutely amazing. And the fact that we were all dancing and it just shows that it doesn't matter that, because um, I used to live abroad, so I've had to do virtual friendships before, but it was just amazing having a group of people all do the time warp and then like watching his, that. I think that was probably one of the most funs. funs. That was one of the most fun. Um, but I think um, I, I also really enjoy some of the unstructured ones. And I think the ones that really stood out was how you guys came to the rescue over Christmas and New Year. And how when we were all had everything just kind of completely taken from under our feet, you guys stepped in and put all that together, which was absolutely amazing. Because I'm definitely not the only person. I know there were a lot of people who were stuck in London over, or wherever over Christmas, some for the first time. And that was just great. Um, that was really, really good. So I think, yeah, structured was the the dancing bingo and unstructured was probably Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas one, that just, that's just such an awesome example of how it's not even just a community, it's a family. And I'm just so proud to be part of it. Um, and the fact that as soon as that announcement came out and Jenny and Maxine and Lynn and Abby and I from our Panto Angel group um, started WhatsApping about what we could do. Yeah, just so, so proud to be part of that and really pleased that it made a tough end of the year a little bit better for everybody. Yeah, thank you guys. Sam, what about you? What's your favorite social? Um. Well, I'm not really, I haven't really attended a lot. I've, um, I did one of the films earlier on, early on, um, but I kind of just sat in the background because I'm, like I say, I'm not actually quite a, a socially confident person. I know that might not come across, but if I know you, I'm, I'm great, but actually I'm quite a reserved, I'm, like if you introduce me, I'm like fine, but to, to put myself out there is quite a, a big thing for me. So I've, I've sat back in a few different things, but I think now after the, um, the panto you know that relation like when we all took the mickey out of georgie pretending that he was in 
in uh, in Russia, uh, you know, and everybody was put in like the ski poles and, you know, that it just, it, it broke down quite a lot of barriers for me. So I, I'm definitely going to be, I, I'm waiting for the Moulin Rouge um, film night, um, you know, because that would, that, that would be, that's one of my favourite films, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to taking part in the next treasure hunt because um, I thought that was that got so much conversation going on the WhatsApp group that it sounded like it was amazing. So I'm definitely going to get involved in that. But the only one I've been involved in is a panto, and it's like really, really made me laugh. Yeah. yeah so um, my favorite one. Well, I, I mean, I think they're all brilliant. So just sheer so much kudos to um, Jenny and Maxine. You guys are awesome. Um, and any of the other members who've come up with ideas as well, so cool. But um, I think to name one that hasn't been named yet, although musical bingo is close to my heart. Uh, I think the, the Fast Friends is just brilliant um, because it's so hilarious because you're, 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 you're in a room with someone, a breakout room on Zoom for four minutes and then in the middle of a sentence or a laugh or some deep and meaningful conversation all of a sudden you're with somebody else and it's just such a great way to have a laugh and to meet people and to just get to talk to someone that you do know but haven't maybe talked to in a while so I love that one a lot. Annie. Yeah just to add on to that I was thinking about that earlier how the Fast Friends one is really fun for exactly that reason um, but also and also for people who might not necessarily always want to contribute in a big group of 15 people and a big big zoom to actually get to know each other better and like if you'll say more reserved or um, less extroverted to like be able to have that time like you would normally if you were in a pub in person um, rather than constantly like have to be part of a big group chat which is super fun but it's also nice to have those kind of one-to-ones sometimes. Um, tell you what really um, sort of made me feel that this wasn't just a choir it was more of a family was when we were on our way to Disney um, and we had basically had like carriages all to ourselves. And I'd bought the game Uno and um, was playing it with um, a, a friend of mine that I joined choir with. And then all of a sudden there's like about 12 people playing Uno on the Eurostar on their way to Disney. And we're all like raucously laughing because people are making up rules that don't really exist. We've got champagne in our hands and it it was just it just sort of morphed from like a quiet game to keep us entertained on the journey because I had never been on Eurostar and I was really scared of going in the tunnel um to actually us raucously laughing all the way to Disney and it was so good and it really did make me think oh my god these you know this is amazing so that that was my first real social with choir I don't think there's anything quite like being on a Eurostar full of choir <laughs> members, really. It's amazing. It's six in the morning and everybody's yeah. drinking Prosecco and singing. And I have this great video, actually, from the second time we went to Disneyland Paris. And we're all singing on the Eurostar and everybody in our carriage who isn't with the choir has blankets over their head because <laughs> I hope to do this one day. <laughs> oh, it's it so much fun so yeah you're so right though going on that trip is really some of my best friends in choir I met during that first Disney trip and yeah it's amazing I had one friend Adriana who I'd never met before and she's just like can we hang can I hang around with you guys and now she's one of like my best friends in choir so 
it's really nice but I got off the train and it was snowing and we was like oh my god it's like proper Disney <laughs> good memories good memories yeah, it was freezing cold and then you know everybody sort of bundled off the train and the, we all found our way out and into the the big wide world and then we sort of like meeting up the next morning bleary eyed and yeah it was great <laughs> but but as well back to what Annie said about fast friends I think that's why we do tend to do like to do an activity rather than just sit all sit on a big zoom room because I think it makes it easier to social if you don't know anybody if there's an activity going on yeah no definitely so for me the choir's always felt like even before coronavirus I've always felt like we had a huge community and it was really we were really close um but I do actually get the sense that over the past year and you know in lockdown and all these restrictions and since being on zoom we've become more tight-knit and it's it feels like it's more important it's more than just a fun thing to do during the week um you know I've built quite a lot of relationships and we're all supporting each other and it just feels really important does any does anyone else agree or yeah uh yeah 100 percent um so choir has always been a lifeline for me. I've been singing in them since I was 10 years old. Um, and that's, yeah, why I wanted to join a second choir even because I, I, I was in, I'm in one at work, but I, I was just, I just love that feeling that you get that it's a bond that you form with people that you sing with, even if you can't necessarily hear each other, because obviously that's how we are right now. But um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a different kind of it's a different kind of bond basically it's uh you make friends that just yeah like Megan um hi Megan if you're listening um she and I went to to school together so we've known each other since we were like 13 um haven't seen her since she graduated from high school the year after I did so that's like 2003 um talked here and there over the internet occasionally um but yeah I just one day I tagged her and a couple of other of my choir friends from school and said come join us for virtual how amazing would it be to sing together again uh and she did and she's a member and it is the best thing ever it's just yeah so it is so so important because we all get to support each other when we need it even more than normal um and we get to connect with people that we wouldn't have necessarily connected with again yeah 100% I mean I've already mentioned Christmas and New Year which was an absolute lifesaver but I think because as I said I didn't really do many things with choir before the pandemic I think I just remembered and it was Jenny said it was her first day as an angel the live stream from King's Cross kind of I think that day was the day that we'd all been told we should be working from home there wasn't a full lockdown yet got um got onto the tube I didn't go to King I didn't go to King's Cross that night but getting home and like tuning in and it was you will be found as well and I think that was the only thing that kept me sane that week with having absolutely no idea and then like logging back in when the term started again seeing everyone singing along like it really made it feel like you weren't alone and a community and yeah definitely um 100% agree with Maxine and um Katie there can you imagine the kind of socials we're going to have once lockdown's lifted I am going to be crying so much. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <into shoeboxes>. um, <laughs> We're going to have to stock up on tissues as a as a collect. Uh, yeah, as in an entire choir, we'll just we'll buy out an entire pharmacy's worth or something. 
I think oh. I'm going to get an RSI from the amount of hugs Hugging. I'm going to have to give people as they walk into her choirs for like weeks because I think you know that's something that we've all really missed really badly missed yeah. as, as soon as we're allowed to we'll be well as soon as we were allowed to last summer we were doing in-person socials we did a photo hunt in London in the summer um which was actually a treasure hunt in London. <laughs> maybe I'll say that again we did a treasure hunt in London in the summer um and afterwards we all just sat in the park and I think there was maybe 15 of us which was like I think at that point we were allowed to meet up to 30 people outside so that was really good and um, that even though there were loads of restrictions we were still still able to get a small group of us together and then we did the coastal walk down to Deal which was really fun and yeah that was amazing and Katie's just reminding me we also did the charity runs in Hyde Park too which is something we'd love to do virtually if we could like do a, do a charity run and everybody like log it virtually or something um that's something we're thinking about doing this term towards half term maybe um but yeah so lots of things um Maxine when you first got involved with socials it was when you started working with the ball wasn't it really yeah oh my gosh what a time <laughs> it feels like a different world now doesn't it no that was that whole sort of ball episode of my life was insane um I feel like I woke up thinking about the ball. I went to bed thinking about the ball. I was dreaming about the ball. Is it going to be fun? Is everyone going to like it? But honestly, it was such a pleasure to help organise um, with Jenny and all of our other helpers. Um, and it was a great night, a really, really fun night. Oh, gosh, yeah, I miss it so much. I cannot wait for the next one. It's going to be huge. So as Katie said before, watch this space. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely can't wait just to be, to go out and be really silly with other people who want to be really silly um, and, you know, just absolutely let your hair down. I mean, I I, like this, the whole screaming therapy that we used to do in Wales, you know, that whole, just that let out of all that energy that we've all got pent up from, you know, sat at home for all these months. I love the winter ball so much fun. I'm so glad I went to the one in uh, December, 20, not December, sorry, think of the months, January, January, yeah, 2020. Um, brilliant fun. And I think one of the, my favorite moments was when we were all singing You Will Be Found and Jen, one of our amazing MDs was up on stage and conducting us and oh, so, so good. There's great film footage of that. Um, other parts, so, I mean, the in-person things that we used to do, like getting group outings to musicals and all that stuff that is amazing but um just to come back to the the runs for charity uh, or walks in my case very clearly a walk not a run um I just love that not only do we get to support each other but we get to support good causes as well um that's amazing so thank you Charlie um for allowing us the opportunity to put our choir family to, to good use for others as well as ourselves. Um, and I love that we have been using our virtual performances as well to um, help raise funds for different charities since we started doing those. It's very, very, very cool that we did that. And on that note, Sam, you started the most amazing thing. Um, tell us about the fund that you, you know, what made you come up with this idea? Um, I've been, I mean, I've been coming to choir and 
when I say when when I hear people say all the time, this has been an absolute lifesaver over the pandemic, and people don't know what they would have done without it. And it's been there, been there, sort of, you know, their go to 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 start feeling a bit more of a human world. Then, you know, that's actually what it was. And my, my friend messaged me, and she said, um, "I don't think I can come to." to choir anymore um she's self-employed she hasn't been doing it very long she's got a couple of kids and just didn't have the spare money and I was like oh my god what are you gonna do she was getting really upset on the phone like I really don't know what I'm going to do I was like well I'll pay for you to go to choir and she was like I can't have that you know it's just not going to happen and I thought I wonder how many other people are having to drop out of choir because they literally have been affected by this pandemic, but because they've been affected by this pandemic, really need choir. So I'm, I think I messaged you, Maxine, and said, um, you know, I've got this idea of running a fund, you know, getting a charity um, section of the choir set up, you know, would it be possible? And Maxine's like, oh, I'll, I'll have a word with the, the office and I'll find out. And it was like, oh, well, we can't do it because, it, you know, we'd have to register it as charity. But could you look at doing something? Because I think it's a really good idea. And then I put it on the social chat and it just absolutely blew up. And I thought, if we can raise like, 200 pounds we can pay for two people to have a whole term at choir well I was messaging Maxine I was like we've already had 150 we're already up 200 oh my god we've got 300 pounds oh my goodness we're at 500 pounds that's five people we can pay for to go for choir for a whole term and then it was like we ended up at like 765 pounds and we've already um, paid for three people to go to choir for this term so we paid for that whole term and it was just you know if the 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 note was you know if you your income has been affected by this pandemic and you really need and, and want to come to choir you know there's people in choir that have not been so effective that have reached into their own pockets and want you to be able to come so much that they've put the money in and it's like oh my god I only come up with it as like an idea just to help a couple of people and you know now we've got enough funds to to help we've already helped three and we've got enough funds to help another four people if they wanted to for a whole term and it's like the people who have who've had it done you know we kept it all private you know, the only people that actually know their names is me. Um, you know, I don't I don't ask any personal situation situational questions. So there's no, you know, there's no, you know, breaking, you know, breaking confidentiality or anything. And, you know, I've got a link and I just go in, you know, put the e- their email address in and pay for their their choir and then send them the the confirmation and um and that's it. And you know, so you know, even if you you know you've pet people have paid you know, so far for this term and, you know, they're now struggling, you know, um, the, the office have been amazing and said, okay, you've already paid like £25 already out of the direct debit. So, you know, if you, if Sam pays £75 for the rest of your term, then, you know, that, that could cover you for the whole time. And I'm hoping we get some more people um, this term that we can help. Um, but even if we don't, we've still got like five people we can help next term. And this pandemic's really hurt people. So I just, it just spread a bit of love. <laughs> That's it. Definitely. It's such an incredible thing. And it's such a great idea. Thank you so much for for coming up with that and making it happen. Um, and, you know, as Sam said, it's totally confidential. None of us know who's involved, who's benefited 
it was just amazing to watch. Um, I was like sitting there hit, hitting refresh on the GoFundMe page um, and just seeing the amount uh, just go up every single time. Yeah, so yeah. nice. It was incredible. And, you know, if anyone's listening and they do, you know, and they are interested, if they'd like to donate, we'll put a link out for the, the GoFundMe page. I think it's still active. If it not, is, yeah. it yeah, is. It's still active. Yeah. And well, then- or similarly, if anybody knows any friends that have had to leave choir because yeah. of their financial situation as well, do let them know because we are aware that some people aren't on the WhatsApp group or the Facebook group anymore. Yeah. And it, like I said, it's not... Um, nobody will know you know it's not something that you know we're shouting about I've got two people that help me make the decision on whether you know the how much the to pay whether it's the whole thing or just the the couple of um you know the monthly fee or whatever what people want but I don't even pass the the names and the the real details on to those two people so and the only reason I've got those people is so it, it can be seen as an honest and transparent you know way of deciding but we haven't turned anybody down so you know and to know that those three people have been able to come to choir and take part in the socials and be part of our little family, well, not so little anymore, um, you know, our family is just, it's so lovely. And, you know, if we can help anybody. And that was such a good good idea that you had as well to pick the people via, like to make a committee so that you could decide, okay, where the fund should be allocated and who they should go to it's such a good way of keeping it impartial and yeah yeah it's amazing well done thank you <laughs> yeah when I heard about that I was just floored because and especially with how much money we've raised so far and getting to help people it just shows how incredibly important choir is to all of us and how strong we are yeah, as so a family a little bit of money even if it's like you know a pound or five pound to to know that 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 money has gone towards somebody else not being on their own not being you know not how ha- I mean singing's really good for you the, you know the science is there but the community itself you know just it's just not worth leaving for money's sake and you, people don't have to now which is amazing yeah it's fantastic there's nothing that we can't do together oh. nothing <laughs> be kind that's it <laughs> I think just to say that we're all just so excited to get back together in person to do socials and to see everybody and have nights out at overtures and not worry about washing our hands when we get there <laughs> stuff like that so yeah but we'll still keep all their virtual stuff going on because it is such a like you said Sam you don't really have to leave the house you can just do something really casually and yeah it's great yeah I agree and also not having to leave the house but also not like what a what a jeans right I mean yeah. anything that isn't stretchy what I mean I have shoes that aren't slippers I don't I don't slippers and trainers um but yeah I'm looking forward to the in-person stuff um but I am really loving the virtual stuff as well so grateful grateful for both I think one last thing I just want to say thank you to everybody because um and it's I mean, from literally everyone, like Charlie, Tim, Leslie, uh, all of the angels, Jenny and Maxine for all of this amazing social stuff, but just all the members as well, because like, yeah, we're all, we're all in it together and and we're all creating it together. So just thank you for being part of it. A huge thanks to all of you for speaking today. That was so nice. Um, but just before I let you go, um, I did promise to reveal the, the audio clip. <laughs> 
from the the last uh, episode. Um, So here is that clip. Every guy, grab a girl, everywhere around the world. So there it was. That was Dancing in the Street. um, And it was Ben, obviously. Amazing Ben. And so for this month, we have another clip for you guys to to have a guess at. So I'll play it. um, And you... You ladies can take a guess or yeah I'll, I'll definitely put it on the whatsapp and the facebook so people can guess as well um so here that is <laughs> no idea <laughs> no these break my brain every single time i cannot handle it <laughs> I did manage to guess one right yesterday, but Maxine gave me a really good clue of listening to the background and not to the words. So try and do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tip because normally I latch on to the um, singer's voice, but in these, this yeah. case, it's not as easy. Like normally it's like, that's Hugh Jackman, but no. No, sorry. I thought the one we put on the social was a Welsh song. That's how bad I am at it. <laughs> It really does. It really sounds Welsh. <laughs> and coming from Wales, it's very confusing. I was trying to work out what was going on. <laughs> well, as I said before, a huge thank you to all of you. A huge round of applause. You've all been so incredible. Um, not just today, but in choir in general. You're all superstars. And yeah, have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll see you very soon. See you later. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Maxine. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.